Paul was working real hard. I mean, think about what he did with his life. The man was full of it. And the same Greek word, labor with wearisome effort. But he was saying, but it wasn't me doing it. And if it wasn't me doing it, therefore I'm not getting tired. It was something else in me doing it. See, with Peter, it was just Peter toiling all night to catch fish. It was his flesh. But Paul was saying, I'm toiling too, but it's not me toiling. It's God's grace in me doing it. And that's what we've got to get to. We've got to get to the place where we're not doing it. It's grace doing it in us. Because if we're doing it, it's wood, hay, and stubble. And here's some of the reasons we do it. We've got to make God happy. We're not going to be pleasing to the Lord. God's not going to accept us. We don't constantly think those things, but that's what we're doing. Well, if I don't read the Bible today, God ain't going to talk to me. I better read the Bible this morning. I've got to go preach. I better get up and pray. Because I've got to have God with me and helping me. I've got to do this. That's stupid. That's the flesh. God was saying, I'm going to be with you anyway. I don't care what you do. I'm with you, stupid. Just believe it. And when I find always with me, I want to talk to that man that's with me. I want to read that book about that man that's with me. It doesn't make me want to go off and be a jerk and, you know, call everybody stupid. <laughs> Let me show you what the Lord did. Can you stand here, honey? Come on. Stand there. Right down here. This morning during worship. This was wonderful. This man came to me, and this man was Jesus. This is what he looked like. He had a long white robe on, like, of course, Jesus has a long white robe. Had long hair, sort of hippie looking, big beard. And he looked at me. He said, come with me. And he put his hand out to me. I said, where are we going? And he looked, and there was this big light a long distance. And he looked at me again and said, come with me. That's where I want to take you. Then he walks up to me, and he grabs my face like this. And looks me square in the eyes and said, I am here to be with you. I'm here to be with you. And then he said, look at here. He showed me his side. He said, look at that. Then he showed me his hands. And then I realized what he was saying to me. You, Thomas, you've doubted me. You know, and I feel like when the Lord said that to Thomas in the Bible, we've always thought, well, I'm going to get you, Thomas, for not believing, you doubting thing, you. But that is not what he said. Chuck said it perfectly this morning. When God rebukes you, it's like honey. It's like honey. And when God rebuked Thomas that day for being doubting, it was like honey to Thomas's soul. And that's what God was saying is, Byron, I, I love you. I want to be with you. You've got to quit doubting this deal. And I will do it through you if you'll let me. You know what I'm saying? That's the gospel message. Are you all with me? God wants to do that to us. And that's, um, here's a scripture. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Everybody say that. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Yet, I can do nothing apart from Him because it says, 
I am the vine, you are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit, for without me you can do nothing. Without me you can do nothing. I thank the Lord, and then it says in 1 Corinthians 15, 58, your labor is not in vain in, in the Lord. I thank the Lord saying this to us. I want you all to learn to work with me, not for me. Learn to work with me, not for me. Learn to work with me, not for I don't want you working for me. Forget it. You're fired. Fire every one of you. All of you fired this morning. Do not read the Bible for Jesus. Do not pray for Jesus. Do not give tithes for Jesus. Do not Whatever you do, whatever your ministry is, you are flat fired. You've been laid off. It's finished. We're not even giving you any severance pay. you just out of here, pal. You know? And now the Lord's saying, you're fired, you're through, you're done. We're not paying you jack. You know? But this is what we are going to do. I'm going to be with you. And everything that I have is yours. Everything. 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 Is that what the prodigal father said to the elder son? Hey, you've always been with me. Only I got yours. You didn't know that, though, because you didn't believe it. Now, let me just say one more thing and we'll stop. It talks about, you know... Um, I, by the grace of God, I am what I am. Okay? The grace of God imparts identity. Okay? When, you, when you're working God's grace, you've got, you got God's strength to do it. Plus, this is the great thing about it, He gives you these spheres. He gives you these limits. You understand your limits. You understand your, your spheres of authority. There, all of a sudden, there's no questions about, well, I know I ain't Billy Graham. Okay? I don't have to question that because the grace of God in me is saying, Byron, don't you try to pull that Billy Graham stuff. It ain't going to work. You, tr- you pull that Byron Wicker stuff. That's what's going to It's You see, we're all, and I believe this is really the Lord. We're looking for a purpose. We're looking for identity. It, who's not? Who is not? The grace of God gives us both. It tells you who you are. It'll tell you, you who you are. It will give you your identity. It will give you your purpose in life. That's where it comes from. It doesn't come from this other stuff. Because here's the truth. The world is telling you who you are. The world is assigning you your, your, your place in life. I'm going to tell you right now. This microphone would make a good door stop. I mean, I could stick it in that door and hold that door open with this microphone. Right? It would hold the door open. But that is not what this microphone is made for. This microphone is made to do exactly what I'm doing with it. And if I keep sticking in that door to hold that door, it is going to destroy it. That's abuse. Right? And see, most of us are going through life being abused. We're being misused. Okay? Because we haven't really understood who we really are. And the reason we haven't really understood who we really are is because we are not walking out the gospel of grace. We've got some other gospel. It's really not really... We've got part of it, I think. I believe we do. Okay, but we haven't got into the rest of it. So we've been searching for all this identity and all this stuff in our life, but we've went to what we tried to get it the wrong way. We've got to go back to the, to the very basic thing of what the grace of God really says. And it is going to impart to you, by the grace of God, I am who I am. I killed those guys, but I'm an apostle. Can you imagine how he felt? How free he was? After he had helped murder people. But he's saying, but by God's grace, 
I am an apostle of God. Only by that. Yippee! That was the revelation that he had. But it was grace that told him that. Because guess what? The devil was sitting there saying, You killed those people! You are low down! You are a creep! That's what he was telling him. And every day of his life he probably woke up hearing that, seeing the faces of people he drug off to prison. Every day. But God's grace was saying, Don't believe it, it's a lie. You're an apostle. You're an apostle, Paul. You're the man. And we're going to prove the devil wrong because you're going to write some stuff. That's how you find out who you are. Grace tells you who you are. I can't tell you who you are. Your mama can't even tell you who you are. As a matter of fact, was it Rachel that was Benjamin's mama? She named him something. And his daddy came here. Whoa, that is not his name. He changed his name. That's the grace of God. Everybody's going to tell you what you're supposed to do, give you a bad name. Don't listen to it. Grace will tell you who you are. Grace will tell you what you can do. And it'll also tell you what you can't do. It's a powerful revelation. And I've realized, wow, how did I miss this? How did I miss this? I've preached on grace. I've got notes that I can't. I've missed it. Oh, Lord, I've missed something. And that was okay, though. God's not mad. He's saying, but you know what? I'm going to let you get a good revelation of grace. You're not going to miss it for the rest of your life. You can get in, get in on this grace deal. You can get in on it. God wants to give you a revelation on grace. He wants to give you a real, true revelation of grace. Yeah, not just something, well, he read this scripture, by the grace of God I am what I am. That's great. But God wants to make it real for you personally. So when somebody comes by in your life, the world, the flesh, the devil, your best friend, the church, the pastor, your mama, and tries to tell you something, you can say, I am not a doorstop. I'm a microphone. (laughs) That's what I am. And I know I am because grace tells me that's who I am. Because when I get over and try to hold that door open, I just get the fire beat out on me. God wants to release grace to us. I'm convinced. As a matter of fact, if He don't do anything else, I'm going to be happy with that. Just do that, Lord. Dude, just do that. We will be the most radical church on the face of the earth. We will turn the world upside down with that revelation. And it won't be because, well, let's figure out what the latest and greatest thing is in the body of Christ. Let's figure this out. Let's figure out none of that stuff going to work. We've already tried it. We've already went down that road. It didn't work as far as I'm concerned. None of that stuff worked. It really didn't work. And it's grace. Now, when God's working grace in you, there's no telling what will happen. You know? Do you, you're catching the drift a little bit. Good. Praise the Lord. This is a revolutionary message. You know, it really is. You know what revolutions do? They change things. And, uh, yeah, hang on. Because I, be- I really believe that God wants to change change everything. And you know what's so great about our God? Is He's not just our God, He's our Father. You know, He's a Father. He's really been speaking to me that recently. And how many how many daddies do we have in here? 
You know those little children and those big children that you have? Do you not have all the grace in the world for them? You know? Now I got this little two-year-old almost, and sometimes I need to take a little spoon to his backside, you know, at two years old, but I don't want to do that, you know? And that's how God feels about us. Is like sometimes it's sweet as honey when He disciplines us. And uh, it doesn't feel like honey at the time. But He's got so much grace for us. And He just wants us to realize that, you know. And uh, I just feel like some of us need to get the picture out of our heads of God with a big whip, you know. Saying, what are you doing, you know. God's not like that. So... Praise God, I got some good news. You like good news? This past week at CU at the Pole here in Mooresville, the surrounding area, there were over 400 teenagers that came out to pray for their schools. Yeah, amen. And uh, then on Wednesday night, there were about 200 to 250 kids that came to St. Mark's Lutheran Church here in Mooresville, and we had a great time of praise and worship and some testimonies, and, and yeah, and Jake led some of the worship over there and did a great job, and it was just a tremendous time. So, you know, like that delirious song, did you feel the mountains tremble? You know, are you guys ready? Because God is really...